Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Minus Azima. I definitely like to think our first episode was quite successful. Why, you might ask? Well, we are here for episode number two, which is more than great. There are some things I would like to address from our first episode, though, that I think some of you would appreciate. First and foremost, some people were asking me how come I sounded so anxious or scared. Well, partly because I was. You can imagine starting something new like this, taking a first step into something as big as starting a podcast, could be uh, a bit nerve-wracking for most, and I'm no exception. So definitely when I started, I was quite anxious. I'm sure some of you could tell. But luckily for me, there's always a new day, always a day two of starting anything. And just like any other activity you would start, this is no different. So I'm grateful to be here for another day another episode and be able to enlighten you guys with more information the second question that i have to answer was a question from one of my friends that asked me what inspired me to do this topic of patience while i would like to address that question as soon as i finish the topic i would like to address a different aspect of the question of patience originally i wanted this to be a two-part episode however Reflecting on my first episode, listening to it over and realizing patience is a very broad topic. Patience on yourself is an extremely broad topic. I can only imagine patience with others could be ever so broad as well. So, I will not turn back and redo episode one because there are no regrets in life. There are only mistakes and you can learn from those mistakes. If you don't, they become a choice. However, for these... Upcoming two episodes, they will be about patience. Originally, I wanted to cover patience with others in one, but since it's so broad, I do not want to condense a lot of that information and talking into just one episode. So, with that being said, my final question that was asked is, will I be taking questions? So, on Anchor, you can send voice questions, which I would highly recommend. I definitely would think input or questions from you guys would definitely help. Especially when it comes to talking about stuff you guys would like to talk about in here. However, you guys could also reach me on Facebook, social media, Instagram. Again, if you guys go to my Anchor FM, there will be a link to my Instagram and Facebook where you guys can contact me directly through DM and ask me questions through there if you're not comfortable of sharing your beautiful voice with me. So, with that being said, let's go into the topic of patience. Piggybacking off last episode where I said we will be segwaring into patience with others. That is exactly what we are going to be doing right now. And before we do so, I will require a swig of water. It's good to stay hydrated during podcasts, folks. The mouth can get a bit dry. Now, dealing with the topic of patience with others' expectations... Let's open up the chat for a second, guys. Open up the chat for high standards compared to settling. There's nothing wrong with looking at something and saying, I will settle for nothing less. Because if that's what you want, that's exactly what you might get. Because if you're determined enough, you can get it. And there's nothing wrong with settling and saying, well, this isn't the greatest, but at least for the moment, I can be happy with this. Again, there's nothing wrong with that. It could all be circumstantial or it could be non-circumstantial. Now, the question then becomes, does self-esteem affect your ability to acknowledge your worth in certain situations? 
What does that mean, really? Well, in theory, one might be so occupied with approval from others to just meet the expectations, you more so become a mirror, reflecting what they want to see. Now, I'm not sure about you guys, but when it comes to being an individual, having your own personality is very important. As a personal experience, I am an identical twin. Me and my twin, we are fairly close. We keep our relationship closed off, and that's perfectly fine because that's how we want it. However, everybody has an assumption that we are more or less just one because we're a pair of twins. Oh, they're identical, thing one and thing two. And at first, it becomes quite comical, you know, because at the end of the day, who doesn't love a good joke? And if you can't laugh at yourself, don't laugh at all, right? However, after a while, you start losing your self-identity because you start to realize people don't identify you as a person, but more or less an item or a pair of two things. In reality, a human is neither. A human is an individual with thoughts, feelings, and a bunch of other things that an inanimate object or a pair of things don't have. <clears throat> so, with that being said, when people looked at me and my twin, a, a part of me always felt that they were just mirrors. I would look at them and it's like, well, I'm Johnny. This is who I am. And in their minds, as an inanimate object, as a mirror, it's like, well, no, you're the twins. You know, you guys are so adorable. You guys look the same. And a part of it is always flattering. You know, it's nice to hear things said about you. However, if there's not really any content behind it, especially when I'm telling you it's not really making me feel good, but you're still going along with it. Who, who is it really helping, me or yourself? So, that's not to say that it isn't a good thing to meet someone's expectations of who you admire, of course. Because there were some people that even if they called me twin in the beginning of first, I still pushed forward and said, well, like, I'm just going to ignore the fact that they're not acknowledging me as a person, but I still need to build up my weight and earn this person's respect, especially if I admire them. Because let's face it, there are some people that won't look at you in the same light as them. Some might not even acknowledge you as a colleague, more or less somebody who does grunt work or vice versa. However, you build your way up because that's how life is. <clears throat> and it doesn't really become a problem until you begin to alter your value and morals. Taking another swig of water. Yeah, but it doesn't really become a problem until you begin to alter your value and morals. And we can look back all the way to our toddler years as well. We often admire our caretakers and we'd want to be just like them, whether it be a female or a male. We can look back all the way to school, especially in our teenage years when we look at boy bands or we look at rock stars, especially Metallica for me back in the day. I was very cringeworthy how bad I wanted to be just like Kirk Hammond and Jason Newstead for Metallica. Ooh, mama, it, it was not pleasant. However, we're humans and we idealize certain people that sometimes we shouldn't and sometimes we can't help because they just look so cool in our eyes and we want to be just like them. With that being said, I'd like to think that there really isn't nothing in the way that stops people from dealing with other people's expectations. And why does this have to do with patience with others' expectations, you might ask? Well, because you should never have to worry about whether or not you are really meeting someone's expectations unless you're getting paid by them, of course, because managers, the majority of them sign our paychecks, and please do not fire these lovely workers. They need money. But other than that, 
meeting people's expectations, while it is nice, it does make you feel happy inside. If you are sacrificing yourself as a person, what are you really gaining from it? What makes a person a person? Skin, the blood, the brain. But also, when we start getting into emotions, we go into empathy. We go into values. We go into morals. We go into understanding your worth. We go into confidence. When you're willing to morph your emotions and your values in a certain way just to meet somebody else's approval, whether it's the love of your life, whether it's a boss, whether it's your parents, understand a part of you will no longer have the same amount of passion towards anything because you're accommodating the majority of the people around you rather than accommodating what's best for you. And some might just add, well, Johnny, I think you're going a bit uh, far with this one, you know. Because the approval of my parents, the approval of a manager, or the approval of a significant other that I love very much is important. Yes, it is, without a doubt. Because let me be the first to tell you, the approval from the love of your life, the approval from a mentor slash boss, the approval of your parents that you're longing to have the respect means the world. However, how much is it really going to mean if at the end of it, you're not even the same person? And I'm not saying the same person by having bad habits. Because in order to be a better person, you need to break bad habits. But not being the same person where you don't even recognize who you are or what you want to be.